0: i'm so excited i just can't hide it i'm about to lose control and i think i like it Ha ha! what are you passionate about what's important to you do you have a cause that you would go and protest for for example and it seems we live in a world right now where green is very important and I've been living green my entire life. I'm, I have been known to pick up rubbish that people have thrown on the ground and give it back to them. When I go hiking, I take a plastic bag with me and pick up rubbish. Uh, I hate cigarette butts on the ground. And if I see somebody drop one, look, everybody's got the right to smoke. But you drop a cigarette butt on the ground, that's just called littering. Uh, I get really sad when I see dirty streets, graffitied buildings. I just want my environment to be clean and beautiful. So I have a real passion for green, but I've got a really important question because one of the parts of the Max International College's the International Business Diploma is uh, is to make sure that your business has a sustainable uh, program. So what are we doing with our rubbish? What are we doing with our saving electricity? What are we doing to make sure that we look after the environment as a business? Which of course leads me always to lots of questions because I always ask why would we do that and how does it work? So one of my other big bugbears at the moment is recycling. I've really dug deep into what happens to plastic, paper, glass, landfill, uh, after you put it in the rubbish bin. Now, this this is a very political topic and I've gotta be very careful. But it is a module in the Max International Business Diploma on how to be sustainable. I've just had a really interesting conversation with the waste management expert in my local area and he's just shared with me that all the recycling goes to the landfill because it's too expensive to take it anywhere else. I find that to be offensive because if you if you are taking the time to separate out your rubbish and to get it recycled, then wouldn't it be nice that whoever was doing that told you the truth? So they said, look, we, we would like to recycle our plastics or we'd like to recycle our cardboard, but it's not worth the effort to send it wherever it's got to go because it costs too much money. And then, of course, to take note of that is uh, how do I transport it there and what what am I using to transport it there? So if I've got to take a big pile of trucks on a road to get it to a place to be recycled, then maybe it's not worth it for the environment. The reason I'm asking this question is if you've got a passion or a cause, if you're excited about something, if you want to change the world and make the world a better place, could it be a really good idea, like me, to dig a bit deeper than just listen to what the world's got to tell you? There are so many things that we get bombarded with every day about how to look after the planet how to be sustainable, uh, what kind of cars we should drive, what kind of fuel we should be using, where our electricity should be developed from. And I just keep asking questions. And my father taught me that as a little girl. Always ask why and how. Why would I do that and how does it work? I'm also very embarrassed to share that as an exercise professional, when I came into the profession... I didn't ask any questions. I was so impressed by the people in the profession that when they said, do this exercise, eat this way, uh, this is how the human body works, I believed them because I thought they were the experts. What I've had to learn a very hard way and very personal way because I've got a busted body because I did so many stupid exercises is there are lots of different opinions about what's a great exercise and what's a great way to eat. But anatomy and physiology hasn't changed, not in my lifetime, and I don't think it'll be anytime soon. We're not going to grow another heart. We're not going to grow into four legged creatures. We're not going to start crawling on the ground. We are humans with a certain anatomy and physiology. So, what I had to learn as an exercise professional is learn your anatomy and physiology, Rowe, so that you can analyse every exercise and every eating plan for yourself. How do I know it's going to work? Because I understand how the body systems work. How do I know if that's a safe exercise or an unsafe exercise? I understand how the skeleton's put together, how joints are put together, and whether a, a, an exercise does a, contraction, a compression force or a traction force, or whether it does a shearing force, which is going to be dangerous for my joint. I had to learn all of that the hard way. Uh, but I learned it because I wanted to understand why and how. Why would I do that exercise and how does it work? Now, I've since discovered with all forms of science that there are scientists with all different opinions. And the challenge is the opinion. Everyone's got the right to their opinion, but the opi- somebody else's opinion doesn't mean that it's right. It doesn't mean that it's factual. It doesn't mean that it actually happened. It doesn't mean that it's true. And as an old lady, I've had to learn that the hard way. So what I'm asking is this. We, we make a lot of statements about the things that we're passionate about where did those statements come from? Are they true? Have you researched them? Do you know why and how? Where did the science actually come from? It's very easy to regurgitate somebody else's opinion. It's very easy to become the expert in somebody else's opinion. Don't do this. You should do that. That's bad for you. And even in my lifetime, there's been so many things where they've said a certain thing and then it's changed to be completely different. The science has, Even the science has changed because they've done more research. So if like me, you love your environment and you want to live in a beautiful place that's clean, you don't want to, I I hate, one of the things one of my big bugbears, and how the conversation came up about recycling is every time I've got a battery in my hand, I get really sad about that battery, go, where is it going? What's gonna happen to this battery? And now we're living, and that's just A, A double A's and AAA batteries. What about now, where we have these enormous uh, batteries for electric cars? Where are they going? How are they going to dispose of them? Uh, what's going to happen to the ground that that battery's in? Is it going to landfill, and what's going to happen? And I have no opinion here. I just have the right to ask the questions, and so do you. And I've been asking waste management people. I've since been studying waste management, and I've had a look at some of the great countries in the world, uh, the great towns and cities in the world that do great things with their rubbish. And there are some really good ideas about what to do with your rubbish. So that's my only question. Rather than repeat information rather than be passionate about something that we don't know anything about? How about we study and research for ourselves so that we're not regurgitating somebody else's opinion? We're not telling other people what to do based on somebody else's opinion. We've actually learnt about it, studied about it, and understand it for ourselves. And uh, just as a very fun side note, I live in the most... I think the most beautiful place in the world, but it's also the wildest weather place in the world. So today's gorgeous, a little bit windy, but we've had 150 kilometer hour winds, we've had snow, we've had frost, we've had 40 degree heat, we've had minus 10 at night time. This is very extreme here. And I used to go and look at the weather report but when you live in an extreme place like this and you read the weather report and then you look out the window, it's always so ridiculously different. And they tell us that we're going to get rain and we don't. Or they, they tell us it's going to be sunny and it, and it rains. They tell us we're going to have snow and it doesn't. They tell us it's going to be windy and it isn't. Or they don't tell us it's going to be windy and then now the trees are blowing, blowing away. I'm sharing that with you because I find it really interesting that... The weather people, who very, uh, I'm going to say, I'll say the word. They very arrogantly say, "This is what the weather's going to be tomorrow," and it often isn't. So the science of meteorology is obviously a little bit flawed, or isn't exact. So that if if the weather person says it's going to rain tomorrow, it may rain tomorrow, but it may not. And that's how I live my life now. I look out the window, oh, it's a nice day today. And if it gets windy, well, now I know it's windy. And if it snows, I now know it's snowy. But I I don't rely on the weather report anymore because it's inaccurate. And that's all I'm asking. Rather than rely on other people's opinion about how to live your life and what's going to happen in your life, how about learn and study it for yourself? Now, I'm not going to go and study meteorology. I just look out the window and go, wow, it's a beautiful day today because it's raining or it's a beautiful day because it's sunny or it's a beautiful day because it's snowy or it's a beautiful day because it's windy. I don't care because I've got no control over the weather. So if if you want to learn, study, train, educate, everything's available to us but should we be aware that there's also opinions versus science and what does science actually mean? And because I live with a, and am married to a, a published research scientist, uh, he himself will tell you that science is so flawed and you can find any scientific study to back up any opinion that you have. So what are the things that we're really sure of? Uh, gravity is a, is a rule of the universe. Anatomy and physiology are pretty much set science, sciences. Physiology, maybe not so much, but definitely anatomy. What can we learn that is actually actual truth that is fact so that we don't get caught up in all the BS that's going on in the world. So I love being green. I love it. And I love living in a place that is sometimes green, sometimes brown. But I want to make sure that I leave on my planet a mark that says this, this woman cared for her planet. She looked after her planet. She didn't put rubbish on the ground. Uh, she looked after everything that's in her life. That's the reputation that I want to have. What about you? Because I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control because I love being green! Woohoo!